Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I am your host, Jason Napolitano. And on the line, I have co-host, Mr. Chris Sheridan. How are you, Chris? I'm great. It's a great like, day. You like how I dropped it down there to give it a little... Sheridan, yes. Chris Sheridan. It was like kind of a... I don't know. It was, it was, I, was, I was trying to put a little mystery into it. Did you get that sense? It, it was very mysterious. <laughs> All right, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for find out. Yeah, I'm really uh, thanks for oh, that. me. Well, I should start low. Well, it's great to be here, and then I can bring it up and <laughs> vocal vocal techniques with Christian vocal Jason. Bring on the podcast. Yeah, well, you know, it is the voice. It's the instrument, I guess, as they say, of, of uh, speech. Uh, but loud and clear, five by five, as they say, you're coming in, and we're we're and we're here for another wonderful. This is cutting through. I don't know. So there's a lot of you have to wear boots it, it's getting thick sometimes so yeah it, it is yeah. all right well let's cut through with some some emmett fox and he always cuts straight through doesn't he he does he doesn't and he's out like yeah absolutely and of course so we're reading from find and use your inner power which as we do each week we highly recommend this book um we've done a few of these now in the last few weeks uh chris was actually uh on vacation last week and uh, i took a little vacation this week so you know we're kind of sticking with this emmett fox theme and and just rolling with this and you know there's some great material in here and we hope to uh give you a little boost for your for your upcoming week some some wonderful uh new thought material to to get you going in the right direction so chris is going to start out uh and then i'll uh I'll start after that. If you would like to uh, make a donation, by the way, we're at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. Uh, Chris's book is a spirit in the sky. And mine is if you can worry, you can meditate. And we're at cosmiceye.org. So take it away, Chris. All right, here we are. This is you are always treating. You're continually treating your conditions with the thoughts which you hold concerning them. What you really think about anything is your treatment of that thing. Many people have the idea that they are only treating when they call it treating. But no matter what you call it, your thought concerning any subject is a treatment. This is the reason visible conditions are always the expression of invisible thought. This is the explanation of the great truth that your own concept is what you see. Every day you treat your body. You treat your business, you treat your family, and you treat the city and the state and the nation and the world by the kind of thoughts you think concerning them. If you will begin systematically to treat every side of your life with a series of positive, correct thoughts and keep to this practice for even a few weeks, you will be amazed to find how much everything will change for the better. You will be amazed to find out how much everything will change for the better. All right, so this is a this is a deep one. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into this real quick first by talking about the idea of the treatment. Now, I'm assuming most people who are, are are listening, you know, are familiar with the idea of the treatment. But the treatment actually is the the actual affirmation. It's the the process of of, of thinking uh, to make a change. Uh, it's the process of visualization and so on uh, that you're actually doing the, the mental healing or mental, you know, prosperity work that you're doing. So that's the treatment. Like you would in medicine. Like or you, would in medicine. you would take the vitamin pill or the, you know, physical regimen, whatever you need to get treated. It's that kind of a 
idea, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And so it's that particular, particular, but this is a, a spiritual treatment. It's a mental treatment uh, in the new thought world and in mind science. Uh, so so you're, you're working on, on that level of experience. And of course, the idea then is that when we're, uh, when we're changing our thoughts, when we're changing our experience and our emotions, we're actually changing things in our outer world subtly. We're attracting new things to ourselves, we're materializing and creating new experiences. We're actually healing the body and so on through, our, uh, through the work that we do through the, through the mind. Uh, through our through our meditations, through our prayers, through our affirmations, and so on. That's that's those treatments. Uh, so the big thing here is is that he, I mean he's really saying that we're, we're there's no such thing as a treatment or just regular day to day stuff. It's like you, your whole your whole thought process is a treatment. Don't you think that's kind of where he's going with this? Well, he is, and that's why. A lot of mind science in this new thought sometimes doesn't work well with people because they, they take a particular time. Oh, I'm going to do my affirmation. I think good thoughts or every day in every way I'm getting better and better, which is a great affirmation. Um, but if you do that one time and then 99% of the rest of the day, even unconsciously and especially unconsciously unaware that you're thinking other thoughts or countering thoughts, it just reduces the effectiveness of your treatment. Uh, so first of all, be watchful, uh, but it's an interesting play on words that he's using here. You know, one is the treatment, like, you know, the medicine, the spiritual medicine through an affirmation or, you know, thought action uh, that you involve uh, with this problem to heal it or solve it in some way. And also like how you treat things like, well, you don't treat your toys very nicely and they're all going to mm. break or, you know, there's, it, it's kind of like how you approach them you treat them you know, lovingly with a kid glove or with an iron fist or you know how do you uh, approach this so it's kind of how you treat things uh, and it's like you're treating them with your mind you know what thoughts are you having are you judging are you uh, there's a lot of you know anger and fear in this world uh, right now and then maybe always and it's easy to get on that bandwagon and think well I'm this you know person or organization was you know so horrible they need to be destroyed and i can think of 100 ways to torture and burn them and go full inquisition on them and uh you know and then it's like wait a minute okay what's what's the golden key here what's how can if this is so bad how can this be solved and be made better not just add more destruction and anger towards the situation so that's kind of how you treat things great great point yeah and it's like I, it's it's interesting though because it's it's like you think about um I really, I really just want to go back to what he says in that, that first paragraph at the end of it. He says, many people have the idea that they're only treating when they call it treating, but no matter what you call it, your thought concerning any subject is a treatment. So in other words, it's like, yeah, we're, we're you know, we think we're going to do this spiritual work and we're going to take, uh, like you said, we're going to take five or 10 minutes out of our morning and we're going to, you know, do our affirmations or um, you know, maybe we've got a, a prayer that we do or a meditation that we do and so on. Um, and that's great. It's a great way to start the day and I highly recommend it. Um, but it's, it's interesting because I, I kind of get into this in, in my book a little bit, this idea of if you can worry, you can meditate because it's like, you know, we're really actually kind of meditating all the time in the same way he's using this idea of treating, you know, is there's a conscious flow of thought at all times uh, no matter what you're doing, and there's a sort of meditative or kind of new thought equality to that. In other words, there's a creative element 
to any kind of thought. So you really, you know, you do the affirmation work, you do the meditation work, you do the, uh, you know, the prayer work and so on in order to kind of uh, focus your mind and kind of remind yourself. It's almost like doing exercises so that, you know, so that you do remember to, and you also have the ability to control thought throughout the day, to focus imagination throughout the day, to transmute those, those negative thoughts that come up or those anger thoughts or those, you know, hateful thoughts or those revenge thoughts that might come up, you know, when someone wrongs you or someone cuts you off in traffic or whatever, you know, you turn those things into something constructive. You turn that, that lead into some gold, you turn it into love, you let it go, you know, you, you work on, on that kind of thing. So, you know, so the af affirmations, the treatment, as it were, is the formal thing you're doing. But then, you know, throughout the day, you have to remind yourself and keep your mind focused on what you want to actually occur so that you're not, you know, it would be like planting a seed uh, in the ground and then just immediately tearing it up you know, immediately digging it up, or, you know, starting to build a little wall, you know, in your garden, and, you know, you get two or three layers, and then you just, you know, you kick it over. You know, that, that, that's really the affirmation is just kind of laying the foundation, the treatment is laying the foundation. And then, you know, the, you know, throughout the day, our actual experiences, we have to continue to reinforce what we actually are trying to achieve, right? Well, right. And that constant reinforcement, can take place whether we're aware of it or not. Mm. Actually, a lot of it takes place when, as a habit, uh, just like you would have a habit of any activity, how you get dressed in the morning or uh, drive to work uh, or the way you make your eggs or something can be a habit. And it's a learned trait that through repetition, you can do automatically without thinking about it. Something you've done hundreds, thousands of times and ha thought habits are the same thing. They get ingrained. Uh, we remember them. They seem to happen automatically, whether we're aware of them or not. It's like a default setting. Uh, so one of the steps is to be, become aware of your thoughts. Yes, you want to direct them in a positive way, but you got to listen and be aware of what it is. You might be saying just under the surface that you're not quite aware. You tune your ears into that. Did I really just think you know, this negative thing, uh, somebody, a drunk driver, you know, it kills an innocent victim, you know, in a car chase or something. And it's like, you're mad at the police and you're mad at the alcohol or the drunk driver. and You want to see justice and you want to see them go to jail forever and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, there's hurting, there's suffering on all sides. <laughs> you know, this is a tragedy. Um, you know, what's uh, just good thoughts for everybody. You know, it's kind of redirecting. Yeah redirect your thoughts instead of like an automatic. And it's a very natural response to want to retaliate, revenge, even if it's in a very just and you know, seemingly civil way, um, also send the love, you know, to the, to the perpetrator as well as the victim. They're all, everyone's suffering. Everyone's involved in a, in a bad thing. Uh, so let's send, send a good uh, vibration or, or thought uh, that, uh, of the best outcome for everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point, you know, and kind of save the judgments and, and, and so on to let the sort of the universe and let, you know, let kind of natural law and natural karma kind of unfold as it as it will. And we don't need to necessarily throw our own 
judgments and angers and frustrations and and all that into it just kind of send out you know thoughts of peace thoughts of thoughts of you know the just thing unfolding and 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 all that and and also compassion for everyone involved in in all these things and 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 it goes that goes for things that occur to us as as well you know we don't always know what that person's experiencing that that wronged us we don't even know exactly oftentimes if they even meant to do the thing that they did to us you know oftentimes people are just not paying attention there's nothing malicious in what they're doing they're just you know looking at their phone or they just had a fight with their girlfriend or what you know whatever and we're taking that on and taking that personally and allowing it to ruin our day or our week or you know whatever right so that's a great point you make about that that habitual stuff too you know to kind of if you can kind of catch yourself in the middle of of your habitual experiences um, by being mindful uh, you can oftentimes uh, change the the direction that you're taking and that's part of that transmutation process first you have to you have to recognize what's going on in your thoughts and your emotions and your feelings and, and then this sort of train of events that usually occurs uh, that because they're all kind of hooked together um, so watch those thoughts watch them and pay attention to them and understand where they're going but then you, you'll be able to once you recognize oh when I you know when somebody does this I generally do that and then I sulk and then I get mad and then I go home and I get in a fight with my wife or whatever it is um, you know so you just begin to notice it uh, then after that I mean you can start taking taking steps to actually you know kind of create a new pattern create a new pattern for yourself uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about um, is that you need to really watch what's unconsciously coming into your mind. So you may not be saying uh, a lot of stuff, like say you've got an affirmation, you're, you know, you're affirming for success in your new business and prosperity, um, you know, or you're trying to get out of debt and you're, you know, you're affirming for that or, or you're treating for that, um, you know, but then uh, you know, you're, you're, let's say you're, you're, you're driving to, to work or whatever, and, you know, you're listening to talk radio and, you know, you're listening to people talking about how bad the economy is and how, you know, COVID's this and, you know, people are going bankrupt and this is that and blah, blah, blah. And you're, you know, you're spending, let's say your commute's an hour long, you know, you did a five minute affirmation uh, on your way to, you know, on, you know, before you left, and then you took an, you know, an hour and listened to, you know, a bunch of, of negative stuff, uh, you know, and that's where you've got to, you know, you've got to make sure that the, the stuff that you're feeding your mind, i.e. the media, and the, you know, the social media stuff, and, you know, the radio, and whatever else you're, you're listening to, or paying attention to, whatever you're feeding your mind, that you're not just allowing a bunch of uh, stuff that is contrary to your, to your purpose, contrary to your treatment, into your mind, because that stuff will just un undo your, your, your positive work, unfortunately. So you've got to really guard your mind. You got to guard your mind. So it's like, you know, listen to some great music or listen to a, you know, a positive lecture or a positive, you know, talk or something, or, you know, listen to, you know, our podcast or something on your way to work. There you go. It's a good treatment. Right. That's a great treatment. So, you know what I mean? And so I, I think that's one of the other things is like, it's not just what you're, what you're, putting in uh into your mind in terms of your thoughts but it's also what are you you know who are you hanging around with on a regular basis you know who are your friends what kinds of things are you talking about 
you know, what are you spending your time doing sort of unconsciously and habitually that might be undermining the treatments that you're doing also, right? That's important to look at, isn't it? Well, it is. And it's, it's not to take a Pollyanna approach either and pretend things are just fine and rosy when they really aren't. Mm-hmm. Stick your head in the sand and kind of ignore. Uh, you can accept, you know, things being a certain way and not like that and have very strong feelings about it, but it's the direction you know, following that, and you're right, it can show up in, in all areas of your life. And I like where Fox you know, kind of pulls this out. This reminds me of uh, the 4-H pledge, you know, where it's your head, your heart, your hands, your health uh, for your community, uh, your club, uh, your country, and your world, that it expands out. And I think it's a Buddhist notion too, of, you know, your, your inner self, you know, yourself, your family, your community, your tribe, your, you know, emanating like pools in a or you know ripples in a in a pond when a pebbles dropped in that uh, keep coming out to these other areas but he says to be watchful um of that yeah treat your business your family the city and the state and the nation and the world we you think well the world's you know falling apart global warming we're, we're all gonna die and it's like well you can think okay there's some serious issues and there's great risk and a great challenge uh how, how can we meet this challenge? How can the earth work with us? And how can we work with the earth um, to approach this? But if it's all doom and gloom, you know, be careful with that or being overly critical. Sure. Uh, a nation, a global uh, organization, uh, a country, a dictator, a despot, you know, they can all do completely horrible things. And we know this. History is unfortunately littered with, with the corpse of, of man's inhumanity to man. Um, and it's easy to be discouraged or taken down, but watch your, watch your thoughts. See, these are great challenges. Uh, something can be horrible and there can be great opportunity um, to accept the challenge. And if nothing else, just treat it with the possibility, the hope of, of something improving and maybe the yeah. hopefulness, even if it's a sliver, even if the windows just cracked open, well, you know, it could take light. It could, uh, at least give you an option or know that there's at least that uh, to hold hold out for. Uh, and that may actually even affect your actions. But if you're all, you know, if it's hopeless, well, then why even try? If it's futile, why get up? Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. And that's the other danger of, of, of not, uh, you know, not watching what you're, you're allowing into your mind, you know, through, through the media or through, you know, whatever you're reading or, listening to or you know the the gossip that your your friends are talking about and so on uh because it can it can kind of put you into a state where you feel helpless and that's and the thing is once you know this is the point of this this whole uh discussion is that you know whatever thoughts you're dwelling on whatever thoughts you're you're habitually bringing to mind whatever images and feelings and emotions you're you know you're consistently um creating you're going to see them manifest in one way or another in your life. That's the whole point of this. So that if you sit there and think about all the terrible things going on in the world all the time, just like you said, um, you, you know, you tend to just create more negative energy. You tend to create a kind of a, you know, a futility in your own mind. Well, what's the use this and that, um, but it's, you know, just like you said, it's a fine line between, you know, recognizing some of the things that you want to change and not uh, and not dwelling on 
creating those exact circumstances by, you know, by ruminating on those kinds of thoughts like 24 hours a day. It's one thing to recognize here's a problem and it's another thing to go then, all right, here's a problem and here's what I'm doing. I'm going to send out love and light and prayers and blessings for the highest and best uh, solution to this, this challenge. I'm going to learn as much as I can and try to go to work in this particular area because I feel really strongly, like let's say about the environment or about, you know, uh, homeless problems or about, uh, you know, whatever, whatever issue is that you want to get involved with, try to make a difference. And, you know, and at the same time in your mind, keep, you know, keep holding that highest and best thought of the vision that you want the world to look like, you know, in other words, like you want to, it's, it's one thing to talk about what's wrong. It's another thing to see how it would look if it were right. You know, and we've done a couple of shows where we talked about that. Uh, he's, a, he's a big proponent of that. It's like, so you've got to, you know, so in addition to, you know, pinpointing something that you want to change, you want to see that change condition and you want to feel that change condition. You want to actually be able to visualize, you know, what that world would look like, what your world would look like when that, that thought that you're having, when that creative desire actually comes to materialization you know and it's the same thing on the kind of macro level so it's like you know we uh you know if we if we dream of a world that's you know that's sustainable that's more just and that's you know that's that's more you know fair and that's you know where we're we're, we're living in a way that's closer to the earth and things like that we need to see that in our minds we need to actually create that in our minds and so we've got to see you know, new forms of business and new forms of housing and living and new types of regenerative agriculture and different things like that and kind of imagine all that and participate in it and try to, you know, bring that about. Because just, you know, complaining about like, oh, they built another Walmart on the corner and, you know, oh, they did this and they did that. That's just, you know, that kind of thing is just going to create more of that kind of thing, right? More makes more. More makes more. Further than that. Because sometimes you can't imagine the healed state or the fixed problem or the mm -hmm. solution to the crisis, because it might not even exist right now. Mm, good point. Think of, yes, the healing, the transformation, the improved state, um, the goal in mind, but the method of it, like how it's going to happen. Um, or even what it might look like, uh, get with the feeling of it, and then at least be, have an idea, of course, but be open to, or it could happen in an even a more amazing way, or a way we never really thought of. Yeah. A lot of new inventions that come to the you know, forefront, it's not just an invention of, of the product. Uh, a lot of times it's the process on how to make the product. You know, It wasn't just, well, here's a popsicle. Well, how do you keep it frozen? So you have to invent refrigerator technology to sell a popsicle at a time when uh, it was coming. I just saw a show about it. That's <laughs> why so it came to mind. But, but it's an interesting thing. Yeah. Is that it, it wasn't just a better mousetrap. It's like, well, you had to invent a way to even make this thing possible. So you had to come up with two things. The yeah. thing that didn't exist and then the way to make the thing <laughs> that didn't exist. Uh, but it happens and it can happen. Uh, but with in every case, you're focused on well, here's something I want to see happen. Uh, oh, and to do that, well, now I have to learn this or solve this or invent this other thing. 
and it may be a lot of innovation, which is why it's so important to leave open, you know, the window of possibility, uh, the door of hope, uh, and even just what could be beyond your imagination. Like I never thought of that. Oh my God. You know, when it finally happens, you see, yeah. what a great idea. I never would have thought to put these things together um, because it's like that. Yeah, so you're open to even even greater what's invisible or, or just unknowable at this point. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And you know, because a lot of the a lot of the stuff you know that we are dealing with in today's world does does have that kind of element. We don't necessarily have a have a, a solution that's 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 um, uh, that's presenting itself for certain certain challenges. And so you know, that's a, that's a great way to do it. Um, you know, and you can even formulate that into your affirmation, like, you know, I, 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 I you know, I, I desire this sort of outcome, and, you know, you kind of formulate however you want, and it's like, I, I, I'm, I, I trust that, that, you know, that the right ideas are unfolding, I trust that divine mind is providing me and whoever else is going to be involved with the solution to this with the right creative ideas and abilities and and tools to make this occur something something along those lines right so you can build it into your affirmation as well can't you well you can yeah or ask for something or something greater or something better for uh for my soul that i might not be aware of yeah it may help more people in even a, in a better way you know don't let's not be limited by our own vision you know, let's have an unlimited vision but um but we can be part of something greater if we're open to it yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's a different kind of a mindset um, than getting kind of bogged down in just, oh, I, I want this or that thing, or I want this or that to occur. You know, there may be something higher and better for, the, for you and for everyone else involved than you can even imagine at the moment. So leaving that possibility kind of as, a, as, a, as an open-ended kind of thing is, is, is part, part of the affirmation process, part of, part of the treatment, part of the treatment, so that you don't, uh outline it you know we've talked about that before the outlining is where you know ego wants to get involved and you know kind of tell god what how it needs to be done and you know higher mind is always going to come up with a better more elegant and more innovative solution than 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 we ever will on our own uh so you know because most of the time ego is what gets us into trouble not that we don't need it. We need a strong ego to operate in, in, the, in, the, in the world and to, to navigate in, in this material existence. However, uh, ego needs to also understand that there's a self and that self is connected to that divine mind. And that uh, is, is the true way shower and the true, uh, the true creator. Uh, so that's, that's something to keep in mind. Uh, let me read this just one more time because I really like this last one. Being systematically treat every side of your life with a series of positive, correct thoughts. And to keep to this practice for even a few weeks, you'll be amazed to find how much everything will change for the better. So positive, correct thoughts. So this is the thing where he's talking about correct thoughts. You know, we have to remember that first and foremost, our thoughts are creative. You know, oftentimes we think that, oh, you know, something else is in control or, you know, if only the government did this or if only, you know, I had this education or that education or if only I had the money to do this or that. You know, we think it's outside conditions that are stopping us from doing things. A correct viewpoint is that, you know, what I'm thinking about and what I'm imagining and what I'm feeling is 
is what I'm creating in my life in body, mind, and, you know, material conditions. Um, and so that's a correct understanding of, of thought. It's not like, you know, you can kind of just think about whatever you want and the material world acts upon you in this sort of Newtonian way and you don't have anything to do with it and it's all random events and the government that control everything. You know what I mean? And so you kind of have to root down to the, to the sort of basic understanding too, to continually remind yourself that your thoughts are creative. And by creative, I mean, you know, they're both creative, imagine, you know, like you're using your imagination and you're creative, a creative being, but they are creating the experience that you are having, you know, and you have to own that. And, it, and, and oftentimes that is a challenge because sometimes we're in a place in our life and we're not very happy with where we are and we want to blame that on someone else. And yes, there's extenuating circumstances and, you know, things happen sometimes that seem to be beyond our control and that's all fine. You know, you don't need to beat yourself up for that. But wherever you find yourself, you have to remember that, you know, your thoughts and your actions and your previous life up to this point are what have gotten you there. And you can just assume, you can just assume change those thoughts, change those actions and change those emotions and ways of being to create something entirely different at any given time, at any age, at any stage in your life, whatever. You know, and that's something very powerful. So I just wanted to kind of remind, you know, remind the listener of that, you know, don't give up, you know, and remember that your thoughts are truly creative. Some, sometimes, you know, we've got to get in there and root, root out some negative thoughts and we've got to start over and we've got to, you know, kind of wipe the slate clean and, you know, and plant some, you know, new thoughts in there and so on. Um, but, you know, it's, it, the beauty is, is you can always start over and you can always create a new life at any given time, right? Well, you can. And it says two things. One is the power of thoughts. And, and I think when we're talking about thoughts in this context, we're talking about ideas, thoughts uh, that also are charged emotionally or catalyzed or vitalized. It's more than just a, a thinking thought where it's, it's more of a complete mind <laughs> using your heart mind. Uh, in with these, because the more connected you are, uh, I guess, emotionally or vitalized, uh, these thoughts can really take hold. Otherwise, they might just sort of float with the wind. But either way, they are very powerful. Uh, they can become habitual and control you without you even knowing these thoughts, these thought responses, these emotional reactions uh, that can happen. Uh, it's, you've heard the old notion, practice makes perfect, and that's not true. Practice makes permanent. The more you do something over and over again, if it's wrong, then you're practicing your mistakes and you will play the part wrong every time it comes up in the song. But it also shows that thoughts and you know can be changed and then a new habit can be put in. So if you stop playing that part wrong and you just sit down and pick out that one part that was wrong, find the new way to play it and do that over and over and over again. Um, Eventually, that becomes the new habit. You won't go back, and this one will be imprinted. So they are plastic in that they are morphable. They are changeable. Uh, they are, can be transmuted, transformed into something else. But it's the same process that makes a bad habit uh, habitual and continual and pervasive uh, is the same one that makes a new habit, a replacement habit. It, and it doesn't take that long. You can undo years of bad habits in a few weeks. I've seen it's 
absolutely yeah absolutely and that's that's the beauty of uh of that that neuroplasticity of the you know and the power of the mind right um you know you can undo uh like you just like you said years and years of habitual experience in a in a, in a matter of in a matter of weeks and it's incredible and then you've got a whole new you know operating system in essence you know you're, you're completely you got a completely new new habit formed and so you know that's what so it's, it's just it's a matter of, of of sticking with it and and guarding your thoughts and focusing on the things that you want to occur and unfold and and you, you know like you said you know getting in alignment with that emotional heartfelt kind of uh, feeling sense too along with it so it's so it's not just dry words that you're saying or dry thoughts that you're thinking in your mind but you're really attaching them to strong desires to change and strong desires uh, uh, to create and you know positive emotions and love and compassion and so on the reason the reasons why you're doing what you want to do or which you know being what you want to be or creating what you want to create and so on uh, so those are some things to think about um I think uh, we've I think we've covered this one pretty well. Nailed it. Yeah, this is You Are Always Treating by Dr. Emmett Fox from Find and Use Your Inner Power. So thank you for joining us uh, today. Thank you, Chris. Great insights. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, thanks for showing up here on uh, the Cosmic Eye Show. We're here uh, every Sunday with a new show. Uh, and like I said, if you want to check out more uh, about us, we're at CosmicEye.org. Uh, if you'd like to make a donation, we're at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. Chris's book is The Spirit in the Sky. It's available on Amazon. Mine is If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. And that is available on Amazon as well. So thank you again for joining us. Uh, keep your thoughts focused. You know, remember you are always treating. You're always treating. Uh, have a great week. Goodbye and God bless. <laughs>